To commemorate the new year, I just wanted to give a shout out. RTCR, HTDUB, SDOS, PBK. Now onto business. The fan vote has finally come in, Sonny. We now have the results of who the fans think should have won season 35. Did they like Jennifer Whitler as our winner, or did they think Riley O'Connor should have won, our runner-up? They voted for Riley for sure. They always have a problem with who wins, Subsister. What do you mean? Every damn time. They think they know better than how it went down. How can you dispute who won? Think about it. They won. They obviously did everything right. Because it's fun. I don't know, there's still all these variables for us to look at and ask, what if Riley had played her idol on Leo instead? You're having fun, Ray. But there are a lot of people out there that are going to harass Jennifer because she won, and it's unacceptable. First of all, I'm not an apologist. Let me start there. It's never okay to harass anyone. But I don't want to generalize the whole audience here. I'm not. I'm just saying the people that do treat former players like they're toys, they think that they get to decide the story like it's a video game. There's even fan fiction. Oh God, if it's anything like my immortal. I don't even want to hear the results. Jennifer won. That's it. We can talk about the things she did to win, but polls like these are just an excuse for people to be assholes. What's getting to you, man? I'm, I'm tired of people playing by rules they made up and expecting everyone to follow them. I'm sick of walking an invisible tightrope. This was a long season. Need to look in a fan fiction. All right, look in a fan fiction next. We found a new recording. That was my old partner, Sonny, going on a rant, and that was me, Ray Bugler. Talking about a season of Subsister, that never happened. Subsister was a show that was canceled over five years ago. I used to do a podcast covering it, but when they ended things, so did I. Two weeks ago, I found an episode that I didn't record. If you haven't, you should listen to the first episode before proceeding. We also found an audio recording of my death. That's due to take place in eight weeks on May 13th. Trisha, my producer, found another episode on the drive this weekend, so we've been listening to it non-stop, trying to find any clue to... I don't even know. To stop my death? Figure out how these are being made? How did it come from the future? How are they getting to my drive? What happened to Subsister? What happened to... What happened to me? I'm Ray Buchler, and this is Subsister, a real podcast. How can I assist you today? Yeah, I was wondering if I could talk to Curtis Lowe. Do you have an appointment? I don't do, actually. Hold on. So, uh, how long have you been working for CBT? A couple of years. I got this job when I got my new phone. The 12. Well, they're on 12s now. Well, I thought the 8 was coming out soon. Haven't been online much? Haven't been anywhere much, I guess. It looks like he isn't in today. Are you sure you had an appointment? I, I uh, must have gotten the days wrong. Or he did, actually. It Curtis can be like that. Can we uh, just reschedule it? I'd be glad to. 
let's just... Huh. It looks like he hasn't taken appointments in over a year. Huh. Got some, uh... A little more late for that meeting than I thought. When was your appointment, exactly? If you could just tell him that I stopped by, that'd be great. What was the name? What'd you say? What was the name? Just tell Curtis to answer the phone. He'll know. How are you holding up? It feels like every second is critical, but we're not getting anywhere. Sonny won't help, not sure what he could do anyway. Jennifer Whitler, our phantom winner, doesn't seem to exist outside of these podcasts, and Curtis Lowe, former host and producer subsister, I can't even figure out a way to get a hold of him. Well, I got everything compiled for this like you asked, so it's ready. I put out a call to the audience to send in their theories and ideas on our phone number. Give me some leads to follow. Because I'm not going to lie, I got no idea where to go next. You might want to listen to them first before recording. This is Cameron calling from Arizona. You have one unheard message. Yo, Ray, how's it going? I used to listen to every episode. I was doing landscaping, so I had a lot of time to kill. I like your new show, though. They're shorter than they used to be. That's really my only complaint. I think you should force Sonny back into the show somehow. It's not right that he left you high and dry the way he did. What happened when he called? What did you guys talk about? Thank you, Cameron. You're the reason we do this show. Okay, that is definitely not true. You're doing this for you. Yeah, but I want to document this. What if this happened to someone else, and they think they're alone? I never considered that. I wonder if this is contagious. Cameron, Sonny asked that our conversation remain private, so I stopped the recording to honor his wishes, and that's that. All right, Trisha, who's next? All right, we have a gentleman from South Dakota named... Whatever, you'll hear it. Okay, it can't be that bad. Ray, this is Stallone. Have you thought about a government experiment? You didn't say what you've been up to the past five years. I'll bet, man. And I'd easily put 2K on you and Sony having been kidnapped and experimented on. <coughs> it happens all the time. You get put into a bunker for two years, they force ideas into your brain with LSD and subliminal messaging, then they see what you do. You probably did make those podcasts, but the brainwashing didn't stick. Suppressed memories. Your brain won't let you remember the trauma. Anyway, good luck. It's great to see someone join the fight. See you on the front line, brother. Stallone, you should definitely check your CO alarm. And your ego, brother. Next up is... Oh, come on. What are the odds? What? Who's the next caller? Your caller from New Jersey, Trish. <laughs> oh, if you wanted to leave me some fan mail, you could have just... Hi, Ray. This is Trish. We met once during a meet-and-greet thing a couple years after you won. I know you're trying to get in contact with Curtis Lowe. Have you tried just going to CBT or to his house or something? Don't stalk him, but, you know, wait for him or whatever. That's not a bad idea, Trish. Trisha likes what Trish has to say. Surprise, surprise. You're disagreeing with her because you're both Trish. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Same name. You live in L.A. right where the CBT building is. Why don't you just stop in and try to ambush Curtis? You really think that'll work? No, but what else are we going to do? Keep taking calls from crazy people?
So I took the advice of Trish, New Jersey Trish, to visit Curtis Lowe at CBT, but he hasn't been there in over a year. So what is Curtis Lowe up to? It's becoming apparent to me that the mysterious cancellation of the show has something to do with the mysterious podcasts. Let's really cover the cancellation. If we get all our information organized, we might be able to see something we didn't before. Good point. Okay. It's spring 2015. Season 34 is airing. Subsister had permanently settled in Guam, the location of the original season. In the first 30 seasons, Subsister had moved all around the world. Like I said before, I played in the Dominican Republic. Not quite as exotic as some other locations. But Subsister had gotten a nice kickback from the government in Guam which is a U.S. territory. With a nice tax break, they settled there, built a production headquarters, and kept on going. They put their players on Tagachang Beach, a quiet beach that used to see some tourism. Still does in the off-season. The finale to season 34 rolls around in May 2015. What? Do you want to do another take of that? May. It's tied together. The recording where I die, it's in May! Hold on, tell me what... Oh! Subsister would air twice a year, once in the fall and once in the spring. The finale for the spring season would always air in May. Whatever's gonna happen this May is tied to Subsister. It's the same date as the finale would have been. That sounds like more than a coincidence. Someone's gonna kill me on the night of the finale. Tired of eating out? I know after hours of sifting through thousands of files, the last thing I want to do is find a recipe online, go grocery shopping, and then cook. With Red Apron, half the battle's done. With a gourmet selection of the finest and freshest meats and produce, Red Apron provides an easy-to-eat and prepare meal. Last night, I had smoked salmon and wild rice. It was filling and delicious. I don't think I'll ever go without Red Apron again, and you shouldn't either. I know I'll never go back. We have another connective thread. It doesn't get us any closer to where we were, but we know a bit more about whoever's planning this or whatever's happening. Are you going to continue with the cancellation thing or are we moving on? We need to, no, 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 Let, you're right. Let's stay on track. Let's finish this and we'll get back to the finale thing soon. Okay, so the finale for season 34 rolls around. One thing you have to know about season 34 is that it wasn't very popular. The cast wasn't well-liked, fans had grown tired of Guam, and wanted to go back to rotating locations. The eventual winner, Raul Seneca, wasn't a well-liked winner. Well, it wasn't really his fault. The editing was really bad, and they didn't give a good story to explain his strategy. The truth is, he was a bit of a villain, but the editors were so heavy-handed- Rape, way too many details. Focus. Old habits, sorry. Right, every subsister finale ends in the Terminal Judgment, where the final two players are judged by the Shadow Council. The last seven or so players voted out. They make their case, and the Shadow Council votes on who wins, and the finale ends. Then, the convocation begins. Eh, it's like a reunion show or something, except it happens right after the finale. Curtis Lowe brings out the ballots, and we see who wins. Then, he does a little segment, talks to the players, chats with the live audience. I was there that night. I remember he got on stage, and that's when he started- Hold on, I can just play the episode. I don't think anyone is going to hit us with a C&D at this point.
Well, it's been quite the season. Season 34. Can you believe it? I never thought in my wildest dreams that this would be a 16-year journey. 34 seasons. It's more than I ever deserved, and I'm so glad to be the one to take the journey with you. But, like every Subsister season, every journey ends. And I'm sad to announce that Subsister will not be returning this fall. Every run has a terminal judgment, and we've reached ours. But I don't want this to be sad. This is good. We've had such a beautiful time together, and we did really wonderful things here. Really important things. And we couldn't have done it without all of you out there. America, the world. Subsister is a global phenomenon. It continues all across the planet. And as long as you're all alive, subsisting, it'll never die. Subsister is forever. But let's not dwell on that. Let's get to the fan favorite. The articles hit the next day and nobody could believe it. Subsister had been on a slow but steady decline in terms of ratings. But the world was changing from basic cable to different forms of viewership and CBT knew that. Other institutions were changing expectations. They had gained control of the budget, settled in Guam helped a lot, and other small stuff like lower scale art direction, smaller crews. Sure, season 34 wasn't well received, but it was like... It was almost like Curtis and CBT heard the outcries against the season and decided that we get what we deserve. If we're crying about how bad it is, why not show us how bad it can really get and cancel the whole thing? Almost like we spoke it into existence. The days after that were weird. There was absolutely no word coming out of CBT about the decision other than it was legitimate. The only leaky pipe was the production designer, Matt Atkins. In an interview with Sonia Orbison, he stated, there's a black curtain around every show. The audience never really knows what's going on in the dark. You wouldn't believe how it all went down. He hasn't spoken to the public since. We recorded a few more episodes for Ray Owns the Internet, but it became clear. We just had nothing to talk about. We were doing a podcast about a canceled show. What was there to cover? We tried talking about other reality shows like Animal Farm and even movies, but it just wasn't the same. With less and less to talk about, I wondered if me and Sonny were still friends or just co-workers. Because Sonny had other ambitions. He was a musician first, actually. He took a detour to do podcasting with me, but that wasn't his thing. It was mine. And after that... Cobb salad I've ever had in my life, and you can experience it too when you visit Green Apron. Details in the description. All right, all right, all right. What do you rate season 35? Where does it land? I've done quite the mathematical equation to deliver an outcome. The hypotenuse uh, quantifies, uh, I'm out of big words, it's 15. 15 out of 35? Wow, that's high. Yeah, I like Jennifer. It was a good cast. I'm not as upset about the twists in winter like the internet is. Where do you have it? I... It's weird. During the season, as I was watching it episode to episode, I actually liked it more. But the more I thought about it after and reading reactions and breakdowns of the season, the less I did. Well, Ray, that's like staring at a painting too hard. 
You're missing the picture because you're staring at the brushstrokes. The trees and a missing forest. Blah, blah, blah. What do you mean? Are you saying I studied the season too hard? It's the internet. It poisons everything, man. You liked it. They didn't. And a mob can be really convincing. Why are you letting them influence your decision? I don't know if that's what's happening or how I'd say it. It's not like I'm brainwashed to hate season 35. That's exactly what someone who's brainwashed would say. But no, really, this is how it goes. A season plays out, the internet talks, and whatever they say becomes gospel. A good player turns out to be horrible, a bad season is actually good, an important twist becomes meaningless, and reverse it all next season. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do about the lack of objective truth in the world. You gotta stop thinking about true and false. There's only what people want to believe and what they'll say to make you believe it. Hey, do you want to do an interview with Kira Townsend? Kira Townsend? Yeah. What? Is that weird? Am I getting emails from someone who's dead or something? No, no. It's, it's just that I only interviewed her once back when I first started. Was she too busy or just didn't care about Subsister anymore? Like a lot of people should? <laughs> no, Kira's just uninvolved. She was a runner-up during season 19, and after that, she just didn't have much love for Subsister. It was one of those things that was just an oddity in her life, not a focal point. So no? Oh, yes, schedule that interview. If Kira's reaching out now, it really can't be because of Subsister. It's because of whatever this is. She said she can talk next month. In the meantime, you said you wanted to talk to Matt Atkins? Well, yeah, but that's impossible. But what if it wasn't? Well, I'd, I'd kill to talk to Matt Atkins. All right, taking that one to the bank then. You didn't find him. You're messing with me. He said he's willing to talk. But it has to be in person. And he lives in Eureka. Which is, like, really far north in California. Like, really far north. <sighs> Long drive. It is, but before that, the specialists want to bring you on. I knew this was coming. Do you, do you think I'm ready? Oh, no, definitely no. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, let's connect to them. Subsister specialists Paul and Alyssa are back, and we are joined today by the one, the only, Ray Bugler. It's weird being on this end of the interview for once. Like, are you going to start speaking in tongues because of the mix-up? Is parcel tongue real? I, you know, I wouldn't mind talking to snakes. Ray is here to talk about his new podcast, Subsister, a real podcast. We just listened to a clip from one of his mysterious episodes. I got to cut to the chase. Is this a giant hoax? Did you actually listen to the first episode? I listened to the trailer, and I've been meaning to finish the first episode, but... Yes, I listened to it. Is it supposed to be, like, fan fiction? No, 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 this is real. I mean, it's literally in the title. Alyssa, this is really happening to me. Wow, so you're saying that you really are receiving mystery podcast episodes that you have no control over and show an alternate version of you? Well, alternate universes are really unlikely, according to a friend of a, of a friend. If you can see, if you can hear the air quotes. Yeah, but that's what you're saying. This is just really crazy considering your season. My season? You've probably heard it a hundred times, but people wonder what would have happened if you lost that final challenge. If you don't win the invulnerability artifact, you don't go to terminal judgment and win the game. It's just one of those seasons people ask questions about a lot. 
Paul thinks you would have gotten voted out. I mean, you can't deny it, Ray. You would have lost Dominican Republic no matter what if you didn't win that thing. Then, do you go on to podcasts? Does anyone listen? Are you able to get the guests you do? It's one of those chaos theory things, or is it string theory? I don't know science. It's why I stick to Subsister. In the latest episode we found, Sunny suggests that the internet can change fact by wanting something enough. Wow. So, it's because the internet? Is there a physics theory behind that? Or what if someone wanted you to lose so badly that they are in the process of changing everyone's minds that you did lose? And who would want that? I don't know. But think about it. No, seriously. Think about it. Someone is releasing these to trick all of us. Because you know what happens next. Someone will say, rumor has it that Ray actually lost Dominican Republic. And that rumor will mutate and these obscure podcasts will get brought up like evidence. Like in New Guinea, season 26. Everyone thinks Curtis Lowe fixed the final three. Because a vote looked wonky, everyone became convinced that Curtis had fixed it to get the winner he wanted. Right, so this is someone trying to convince the world that Ray Buechler didn't win but was given it by production or something. But why? Why? I don't know. Have any enemies? Any rival podcasters that you crushed on your way to the top? Besides us, of course. I didn't crush you. We even did episodes together. I'm kidding. But seriously, enemies. Got any? Maybe someone wanted to tarnish your legacy. They hear this and think, you're a liar, or just trying to get attention. That's not what I'm doing, though. Isn't it, though? You're making a podcast about the experience, so you want someone to hear. You came on our show to talk about it, so you want our audience to listen, too. No, I want it as public record, just in case something- In case something happens to you? You know, you wouldn't be laughing if you listened to the first episode. It's not funny. What happened? What'd I miss? Someone made a recording of Ray being attacked or something. It ends with him screaming, and it's supposed to happen in four months. I wanted my recordings out there in case anyone else has experienced something similar, to reach out. Sure, sure. While drawing a lot of downloads on Apple and Spotify. See, you're the one trying to create a narrative about my motivations. I'm just exploring the option. You know, Paul, it would make sense if it was you, wouldn't it? Whoa. What's that supposed to mean? Think about it. No, really think about it, Paul. You said it yourself, that I crushed you on my way to the top. I'm sorry people like listening to me more than you. You've been trying to discredit me since we started recording. And you're trying to change the story. I think we should calm down. How'd you do it, Paul? How'd you fake our voices? I mean, I guess we know why now. Jealousy? You wish Subsister Specialists was as popular as Ray Owns the Internet was on its worst day. See, I can fabricate motivations too. Yeah, I'm jealous of your success, Ray. But at least I didn't dump my girlfriend over a reality TV show you played a decade ago. No one else is that much of an asshole. I knew the subsister specialist thing wasn't going to go well. And since it came out, reviews for my first episode have been growing more negative. I even got some hate mail and a death threat.
Go on, read what it says. Why do I have to read it? Because it'll be funnier when you do it. Deadpan. Ray, you're like everyone in the media. You lie and whore yourself out to get more ratings. I used to love your show, but now I can't bear to see you like this. I think about how much you used to care about Subsister, and now you're just preying off its corpse like a vulture. And the only way to deal with vultures is a strong rifle and steady aim. There's a lot of profanity and slurs removed, as well as a cleaned up grammar. Use the wrong form of praying. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining you praying over a pile of Subsister DVD cases and old buffs. Hey, I still own those original seasons of Subsister on tape. Had to stop my grandma from recording the World Series over them. What was that? It's my email notification. This guy named Martin keeps emailing me. It sounds like some Scientologist rhetoric or something. I keep marking it as spam, but it keeps coming through. At this point, maybe we should join. It's gotta be more normal than this. I'm driving to Eureka now to see Matt Atkins. He was the production designer for every season of Subsister. He was there from day one until the end with Curtis Lowe. I've got a portable recording device. I'm gonna do some field recording for a conversation. When I played, we saw a bit of Matt. He'd be doing a challenge where I'd have to balance or something and he'd ask how the wood we were standing on felt. He was asking if it hurt. I was never very good at the challenges. That's why it was such a surprise that I won the last one. But I told him that day that it hurt. My foot was already sore early on in the challenge. All he said was, good. Matt lives in a really nice house right on the coast. I don't know if he was technically in Eureka, but it was the biggest nearby town. It's one of those houses that looks like it belongs in Iceland. You know, the whole back wall is glass, facing the ocean. You could hear the waves crashing outside. It was that close. Matt was a bit like the Pacific Ocean. It looks inviting. You think it's going to be warm. But you're always shocked by how cold it turns out to be. Ray Buchler, it's been a long time. Where have you been? Uh, I was traveling for a while. You know, wanted a break from the entertainment world. I needed some, uh, needed some privacy. Yeah, I'm a private guy too. I like to work. Everything else that comes with the entertainment world doesn't interest me. Oh, I know the feeling. I've been getting nasty messages from fans. Yeah, over your season. No, no, my new podcast. Uh, it's the reason I wanted to talk to you, actually. Ah, sorry, Matt. Don't listen to podcasts. <sighs> Can't seem to focus on them when I'm doing something. And it feels like a waste to just sit on the couch and listen, you know? So, sorry, I haven't listened to yours yet. Not even when you're doing carpentry stuff? That's a lot of hours of silence, Matt. Nah, mate. Got music on, usually. Helps me focus. How'd you get your gig on Subsister, Matt? Is that what we're doing here? 
An interview? I thought this might just be two friends catching up. Were we really friends? As I remember it, the few interactions we had were all business. That's strange, Ray. Really strange. I remember a lot of talks we had, especially after the season ended. We've never had a long chat. Nay, just being insulting, mate. You told me your plans to go into podcasting way back then. You even told me why you wanted to start. Drink. Ah, uh, yeah, no thanks. Not a request. This doesn't sound familiar. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Elizabeth Pruitt. I still remember. Elizabeth Pruitt? Now, how do you know about Elizabeth Pruitt? I was always an entertainer growing up. I guess when you aren't good looking, you aren't athletic, you're not that smart, you gotta find something. You're either the weird kid... <laughs> you're either the weird kid into collecting rocks or you be the class clown. I wanted to be an actor. Steve Martin was my hero as a kid, stuff like The Jerk or Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I loved it. I wanted to be just like him. I was always telling jokes or stories and trying to get people to laugh. They didn't always, but when they did, I held on to it. I always remembered who laughed who didn't. Elizabeth Pruitt was someone who never laughed. We went to the same schools from second grade until senior year. We'd always known each other, but we were in different hemispheres. It was junior year. It was in some English class or language arts, whatever it was called. We were reading A Tale of Two Cities. Or it might have been another Dickens book. I honestly can't keep them straight. And it was a long time ago. I was going on a spiel about having to read books like this. No one reads A Tale of Two Cities outside of school. You don't see anyone reading this for fun. A lame stand-up act precursor. I could tell my audience wasn't into it. People in class wanted me to shut up already. And Elizabeth Pruitt made sure to let me know. Ray, nobody cares. Nobody is ever going to care about what you have to say. I've never told anyone this, but that was one of the reasons I even applied to Subsister. A couple of years later, I made an application video and submitted it online. And after I won, I started a podcast. I looked up Elizabeth Pruitt. She's managing a hair salon now. One of the really nice ones. She looks successful. She's never come around to apologize. She never remembers me. She probably doesn't even remember saying that at all. We're grown up now, so she probably apologized for being a rude teenager and think I'm weird for even remembering it. But I never forgot what she said. And honestly, I always used it to push myself. I used it as motivation. When I was in trouble in Subsister, on the verge of getting voted out, I'd remember that Elizabeth said no one cared about what I have to say. So I made sure people cared about what I said. My game was predicated on my ability to convince people, to lie to them and trick them into voting out people that could have helped them. I isolated them. I made them rely on me and then I cut them off one by one. And every time, I was imagining it was Elizabeth. Now, I'm not obsessed with her. I don't check her social media ever or anything like that. 
It's just that sting that remained in my soul over a decade later. Because I made sure my voice was heard and that I'd never be forgotten again. But I never told Matt Atkins any of that. All right, I'll ask again. How do you know about Elizabeth Pruitt? Ray, I'm telling you, we talked about this. The rap party after you won, we were drinking and talking about ambitions. I told you I wanted to build my own house, and you said you wanted to create a podcast to prove Elizabeth Pruitt wrong. I've never told anyone about her. Maybe you had more to drink than you thought. <laughs> and you were malnourished. Alcohol probably hit you harder than you thought it right, did. Then tell me, what's the black curtain? In that interview you did with Sonia, you said there was a black curtain around every show and that the audience never had an idea what was going on behind the scenes. Ray, my job just got axed. I was bitter. You're in the industry. You know what I'm talking about. Every show is a mess, barely holding together anything uh, see, like- See, I don't think that's what you meant. Somebody threw your NDA back in your face, didn't they? Ray, Subsister ended because the suits didn't think it was going to generate money anymore. It's not some grand conspiracy. It just looks bad to say your favorite show is broke. But the viewership was there. All the fans were so invested. You know that doesn't directly translate. Come on. Matt, please, please, this isn't making sense to me anymore. How do you know about Elizabeth? Why was the show really canceled? Where's Curtis Lowe? Curtis? He's on vacation. Ray, drop it. Let's have a drink and remember the fun days. I can't. I can't drop it. Sure you can. It's your choice, isn't it? It was my decision to send the file. What did you just say? Isn't that what you said? It's my choice? Well, I thought you didn't listen to the podcasts. I haven't. Then how'd you know about the death message? Death message? Uh, are you talking about the hate mail your fans are sending you? But you're gaslighting me. You're making me feel like I'm the crazy one here. I know I sound completely insane right now, and I feel like you're doing it on purpose. Mate, CBT has psychiatric help that you should still have access to. Mm, stop. I'm not crazy. Ray! Ray! I drove as fast as I could away from Matt Atkins' house. That last threat he made sent a cold shock through me again. The same way I felt when I first heard the death message a week ago. It felt like my whole body was numb. I didn't even realize how fast I was going. And what was the secret Lee? Why does he think I'd remember that? And that's the end of the recording. It really does sound like a threat but maybe it's more of a warning. Maybe he's trying to help you. You really believe that? You know what, you're right. Whenever my friends ask for a ride to work, I make sure to give them cryptic threats. It always helps. No, you're right. I'm just saying it's an option. Let's not jump to any conclusions. Is the Elizabeth Pruitt stuff true? That's the scariest part. It is. Is it possible that you did tell him about her? Uh... I I've been drunk as hell before, in bad places emotionally, spilled my guts, all that sort of stuff. But I've never mentioned Elizabeth Pruitt to anyone. Not my parents, not Sonny, not even Mal. So how does Matt Atkins know about it? I don't know. Do you think he's in on 
whatever this is? It's hard to tell. What's his goal? He says he doesn't even listen to podcasts. It's not like he'd want to discredit your reputation or whatever the subsisters specialists were saying. Did you believe, Matt, that he hadn't heard the episodes? I did, but I also felt like he really believed that I told him about Elizabeth. And he says Curtis Lowe has been on vacation this whole time. For over a year. There was a one-man army back during Subsister, right? Yeah, he was involved in every aspect of the show. Production, budget, casting, art design, editing, the music, everything. It's hard to imagine a workhorse like Curtis Lowe taking a year-long sabbatical. Who is Lee? The secret Lee? Yeah, is that a guy who worked on Subsister or something? I, I don't know anyone named Lee. I don't know what, who the secret Lee even is. Another question that we have no answers or clues to. Wonderful. Well, at least none of them end in your death. Uh, I almost forgot. We got a very um, interesting message on the Google number we set up for the podcast. You're going to want to hear this. More interesting than vague threats and or mind reading? Possibly. Uh, last time you mysteriously played a recording for me, it was the sound of my own death. Should, should I brace myself? Not that dramatic. But maybe sit down anyway. Hello? Is this Ray Buchler? Um, my sister listens to your podcast and played it for me. And I heard it too. You need to call me back. Or I'm getting the police involved. Well, I wish I would have sat down for that. She found us. Jennifer Whitler, the winner of the season 35 that never happened. It's time to find out what she has to do with this before it's too late. Subsister, a real podcast, will return in two weeks. Continue the investigation on Patreon with exclusive bonus episodes and more. Links in the show notes.